Sunday morning, Harshis Bo, Tovshin Pei Beis. And we are in Daf Ashua. We are on Daf Heyomid Beis. We are beginning with the words, <coughs> excuse me. We're beginning, beginning with the words um, "betaimo mai." Betaimo mai is a little bit opposite Tosis to be Masliyeshu Boilonis. One line above that, the first word in line is "bo mesim." Betaimo mai. Okay, it's really in the middle, <coughs> but it's um, a continuation of what we're talking about here. I just want everybody to remember about the concept of Besa pras. So there's a certain Besa pras which is going to create Tumma, which we'll be talking about now throughout this year, at least the first half of this year. This was a place where people brought from one city a mace to be buried in the second city. And the family members weren't there. It's something, although I did not see anybody say this, these words, but there's a statement in Chazal, Kedere de Beishutfi. And that is a... Uh, a pot of partners. It never gets cooked because nobody's taking responsibility. There's an English saying for that. When nobody takes responsibility for something, nothing ever gets done. It, uh, I don't remember it right now. If anybody remembers it, you can tell me. Um, the, ta- the time of my... So what is the reason that a base of pras... <coughs> It's because there's Yesh Bailam. Nobody's involved in taking care of it, and therefore a limb can fall off. And that's why there's going to be Tumma. Okay, now the Gemara is going to discuss this in detail. Now, again, for us nowadays, in the society in which we live, where people take care of things, and we have cemeteries that are marked, etc., etc., these problems are not as relevant but I'll tell you one place where they are relevant as we go through Shir, believe In a sada that in which they plowed a field, plowed a kever, excuse me, does not need a tziyut. If you found a field that was marked, and you don't know why it was marked, if there are trees, you know that a that a a a a, a grave was was um, was plowed over. If there are no trees, then you know that it's over by kever. Yehuda says, You need a zakein or a talmud. Because not everybody is a bucky. Not everybody is a bucky in this dover. Okay, let's stop for a moment. Um, we have a problem, as we said last week's year. People who are makbid to eat chulen betara, and of course, Kahanim cannot go anywhere near a kever. Again, for all of us who live post-World War II America, this Gemara seems so strange. Somebody dies, you bury them. Okay, burying a person requires a kever kedisha, it requires a cemetery, it requires money, it requires time off. It didn't always work so easily. It didn't always work so easily. Then it requires a marker. And anybody who knows, who's been involved, unfortunately, with the base, knows that it is not so easy, monetarily, to bury somebody. It costs a lot of money. Even if you don't go there to show, it costs a lot of money. 
There's no way that a funeral ever costs less than several thousand dollars, and it can cost much more than that. So in those days, sometimes they buried people in a field. Sometimes that field was plowed over, and the entire grave was spread over the whole field. And as we said last week, when only little pieces of bone are spread over the field, the field can be accessed by blowing, the method of blowing, which means you'll see if there's any little pieces of bone anywhere. But if there is a grave in the field, then we have a problem of walking over a grave. Walking over a grave is a problem of oil on the grave. So how do we know in a field if there's a grave or not? So the Gemara says, Papa, first of all, the Gemara says, you need people who are baleachrayas. We're going to see this soon. Who are Biki and Bedover. We're going to see it in the Yom and Aleph in a minute. Omar Papa, Papa says, Ki Tanya he. When we learn this, Brysa, Besoda Shava by Kevin, did see you know. It's talking about a field in which a grave was lost, but it was a grave that was intact. So they marked it. Now, Yesh Bailanais, look at this. If there are trees around the grave, because people plowed, because they plowed in order to help the trees grow. If there are no Ilanais, then you know that it's a situation where the kever was lost and not plowed over. Now remember, we don't have clear markings where the grave is here, so we don't know exactly what's going on. We don't know exactly what's going on, because we don't have clear markings of the kever. So Yomara says, let's be afraid, maybe the Ilanais are on the Gavoy on the inside, and the kever is mivaroy on the outside. We're talking in a case where the trees are on the boundaries. Where the trees are on the boundaries. Now let's get this again. If the trees are on the boundaries of the field, so the grave is not outside of the trees. Let's continue for one more moment. On the top of the Vomadal of Baruch Hashem, another blot in Shas. Another blot in Shas. Maybe the tumors on the outside and the alonis are on the in, excuse me, the tumors on the inside and the alonis on the outside. We're talking misuvachim. What does misuvachim mean? The trees are all intertwined all over the all over the field. They're all over the field. So Mela, there's no tzad that this was not plowed over. Or we have this other issue that we mentioned last week. We don't want to lose the land of Eretz Yisrael. Let's, let's just go a little further. I want to say something. What does that mean? He was going to explain that line now. Not everybody's a Baki Bedover. From here we learn. A person who is a Tzor Rabbanah, which means a Talmud Chacham. A young Talmud Chacham. When there's a young Talmud Chacham, Tzor Rabbanah, the Ika B'masa, Komili D'masa, Olei Ramyo. Okay, now, Rabbi Yisai, we have a situation here in the Gemara, again, which I said earlier, is not really so relevant to us, but it's relevant in the following manner. We, we again, Baruch Hashem, we don't lose Akvarim. They're marked. We don't plow over a field nowadays in which there is a kever. But 70, 80, 90 years ago, Rahman al-Islam, when people were killed indiscriminately in the European continent, Rahman al-Islam, Yidin I'm talking about, Yidin were killed. Uh, 
and they were buried in all different places outside of cities. I never heard anybody say this clearly, but it's hard for me to understand a client going to uh, one of these, uh, whatever they call them, walk of the living, or going back, you know, to see uh, to see different places. Uh, I mean, the whole European continent feels to me like it's just one big cemetery where Yidin were killed and, uh, so to speak, they were, you know, thrown into the ground with no markings and nothing else happened. Some people went back afterwards and they marked where there were mass graves. That's the, 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 the kind of, so to speak, the closest issue. Eretz Yisrael Bizbanenu has a problem the other way, where after hundreds and sometimes thousands of years, you know, graves are found underneath buildings and graves are found in all different types of places. And, you know, that's a tremendous tumult, tremendous tumult. That's point one. Point two is that there's an achrayas. There's an unbelievable lesson in this Gemara about achrayas of a tzorah If somebody knows Torah, then he has an achrayas to make sure that he helps the city. And finally, the third point is, as we said last week, we're makbid are not making parts of Eretz Yisrael more tummy than they have to be. We don't want that to happen in Eretz Yisrael. We don't want it to happen in Eretz Yisrael. We found a stone that was Mitzuyenes. You found a stone. Mitzuyenes Tachteho Tomei. You found a stone which, which was Mitzuyenes. Mitzuyenes means it was a sign put on that stone. <coughs> Excuse me. Found a stone that was mitzvahness. Tachtel told me, marked over here means we're going to see this concept coming up now with the Gemara. It means marked with lime. That means that underneath it, underneath the stone, it's going to be tummy. Shtayim. If you find two stones, if you sit if there is lime between the stones on the ground, beneim tummy. That means the whole area is tummy. If you main sit beneim, beneim torah, then it's going to be torah. Even though we don't see anything that was plowed here. And if there's no indication of plowing, <coughs> it's tough if there's no line. But Tanya, but we learned, It should be Tommy. The lime is poured in the top of the stones. And then it's uh, means it's it, it's spread. So if there's plowing, then it's going to be tar. Who the iklaf? We would say we can assume that because of the plowing, the lime was taken from the stones and fell between them. But if that's not happening, the land between has not been plowed. Said the baini baini Then this lime belongs between the stones, and the area becomes tummy. The halacha status is that it's tummy. Okay, now again. Everybody say, this is something that is not so to get to us. Okay, but we have to learn shots anyways. And great Gedolim, I'm sure, that Shilohs, which they've been able to extrapolate from this halacha here. So we are trying to determine where there is Tum or not. Then the Gemara says, we have another halacha. Omar Abasi, this is not a Bryce. Yes, I'm sorry, go ahead. Uh, 
Yeah. The natural state that that that's true. That 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 very good question, Colin. It's a very good question. That's a good question. After a long time, can you ever tell that the field was plowed or not? That's what you're saying. So that the Gemara is saying is Svara, that when there are trees there, we can assume the field is plowed. We can assume the field is plowed. And the reason is because without plowing around the area, the trees are not going to develop. The, the, the roots of the trees need some plowing done around them. So therefore, even though we can't tell right now, but the trees are the indicator that there was plowing. Very good point. You know what? I don't know. I shouldn't say. I would assume it's fruit trees, but I don't know. I could be wrong. Because all trees need it. I don't know. I didn't see anybody saying Afghamina. Very good question. Also, Givaldic. Givaldic, you people Givaldic. Over Rabasi, this is not a price of Rabasi is a Talmud over Birchanon. Meitzar Echod Betsuyet. If one of the borders, one side, is marked, but the rest of the field is taller. If all four of the perimeters of the boundaries are marked, underneath them directly is taller. But the rest of the field is taught me. We don't distance the Tzim from the place of Tumash. Again, we don't want to lose an inch of Eretz Yisrael space that it shouldn't be utilized. And the utilization will depend on Tahara. And if you're going to make it Tommy, it's going to lose its utilization. That we don't want to happen. We don't want that to happen. Okay, now we're starting a new Sugya. Another issue in which there is responsibility based on a bezdin in a city. There's responsibility. What type of responsibility? What are we talking about? Can everybody still hear me, Rabbi Saib? Good. We also go out for Kalayim. We go out for Kalayim. We go out for Kalayim. We go out for Kalayim. How could that say? How can you tell me go out and wait for Kalayim to check if the fields have Kalayim? Now, let me explain one thing here, Rabbi. So again, we have no shaykhs to this, really. Because none of us have really grown up on farms, even myself, on farms with crops. And there was a question of, of, of crops, when crops grew. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Very good. A Kalayim b'cholashomayet. Kalayim b'cholashomayet. By Kalayim, we go out there in Chalamayet. For a minute, what are you talking about? There's a mission that says, What? In Shkolim, Biachabiadom, Ashmiel, Shkolim, Balakalayim, Bechamisha Bosaboy, the first of Adam, Ashmiel, Shkolim, Balakalayim, Bechamisha, also by Curtis of Gilma Krochem, we read the Megillah. We ate in the Kavit, that's a Drochem, we go out to check. To clear out the the cavity of the rock and the socket of the rock is to clear out the field from thorns and to take care of the roads. We'll love the mikvos and to measure the mikvos. So I used to call Tzachi Rabbin. We do everything that the public needs. But Tzachi Rabbin, oh, they mock the graves. We used to call Tzachi and we go out for Kalayim. Tzachi Stira. Tzachi Gemara. Rabbi Lothar, Rabbi Yaisi, Barachadino. Two Amaroyim come along to give answers. Chad one says... One's talking about an early crop, and one's talking about a late crop. 
Charomar can bezroim can be rokois. One's dealing with zroim, which refers to uh, the grains, and one is dealing with yerokois, which refers to vegetables. And zroim come earlier, and therefore they have to be checked earlier. Let's just finish one more thing about this gemar. Amar Rabbi Asi, Nachamor Rabbi Asi, Rabbi Yechon, and his Rabbi Rabbi Yechon, as I mentioned earlier, Loishanu Loishin Nitzan Nikkur. They're only talking about when the Nitzan there is no early growth. Excuse me. When the sprouts, the sprouting, I don't know exactly the other word, Nitzan, if it comes from the word Yotze, I'm not sure, but it means the sprouting. I will Nitzan Nikkur Yotzein Aleyem. But if the sprouts are coming out, then you can recognize them. Then you have to go out immediately. Okay, so again, you know, there's an achrayas on Bezdin. You got to take care of things. We have to make sure the mikvos are good. We have to make sure the roads are good. And we have to make sure there's no climb. There's no climb. You got to see what this means in a minute now. Why do we got a chalamoid? Because during chalamoid, the schar, the wages, are, are, are less expensive because people can't find work. What does this mean? When you pay them, we pay them with tzedakah money. For if you would say that the people who have to pay are the people on the fields, what do we, what do we, what do we want to make it cheaper for them for? Whatever the whatever the, the whatever it costs to have these inspectors out there, they should have to give them. It must mean that it's from the funds of the Lishkas Agosis, uh, excuse me, from the Trumas Lishka. And therefore we want to make sure that they get the best deal. Okay, now this is point number one here. Is a responsibility on the part of best to get things done. Sometimes people don't like that people try to get things done, but it's wrong. We have to make sure that we get things done properly. That's our job. We have to make sure the things. Are, so, whose job is it? Who's achroy? And the answer is bez, bez. What happens if you live in a city without a bez? Okay, then What happens if you live in a city with no bez and no Okay, then you have a problem. Now the Gemara says more. Viad kama, and how? Yes. Okay, well, it says not like that in the Gemara. This says here, Shumas Alishka goes to the upkeep of these of these things as well. It sounded like David Margulies also wanted to ask a question. Am I wrong? No, we're going to see that right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, that's correct. The cl- okay, Hank, Hank. Uh, 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 hang on one second. The Yad Kambo. The word sounds now off with a different kasha. How much is going to make something collide? Omer Shul Bar Yitzchok. Kaisa Shesheni. Kol Saw Shiyeshba. Any saw. Any saw. That has Roiva Zera. Mimin Acher. Roiva Zera Rashi says means, the top Rashi means a quarter of a kav, which is a 24th of a saw. That much. You might. You might. You have to be a Tanya, what do you mean you might? This is all going to be directed to David until we get to the Mishnah here. They would be mafkir the whole field. That's what we say, the whole field is hefker. 
What does this mean? The time. You know, when people went checking from Bezdin about Kalayim, they would pull it out of the ground. And they would throw it in front of the animals of the field owners. And the people were very happy. Why were they happy? They had two happiness. I get free labor. They weeded my field. And they took the weeds and they threw it in front of my behemoths. So he said, no, we're going to pull out the, the Kalayim and we'll throw it in the road, in the street. <coughs> Why? Because he was still weeding the fields. So he made a takono to make the whole field. Dr. David Magus. person who has the ability of a Viradara Machimo, Fekta Kasha, what's going on here? The answer is that the people from the medicine can go into private property because in the midst of Kalayim, and they can rip out, rip out the Kalayim, when people were benefiting from it and they were doing this on purpose and letting the climb go and let the people from Bethlehem come rip it out, they would just mafkin the whole field. And that would be a, 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 something that would be a... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, it would be an incentive. It would, it would incentivize them that they should make sure to uh, to uh, take care of the Kalayim in their fields. Now, you want to know how does this work? The answer is that Bezdin is always a people in control of what's going on in our Yiddishkeit. And if we don't like that, it's too bad for us. Too bad for us. Yeah? Oh, good. So we just had a whole thing. We had, we had, uh, kitchens, kitchens, kitchens is not a collective issue. If Besden finds out that collectively people are not checking their vegetables, Besden may have to do something. Besden may have to do something. It's going to be impractical to walk into a house and find the vegetables by going through the kitchen. Here, the field is outside. You can go in and find it. You can see the client. Or they have to make other takodas. They have to. They have to. They have to educate the people and tell people what to do. Every, every every situation is a. Uh, I'll tell you a very quick story. It's a very sad story. Uh, two people. I don't want to say which city. Two people. Their father became elderly and had to be put into a nursing home. And they put their father, who was an Erlochiyid, he was a Holocaust survivor. They put him into a tray for nursing home. Somebody from the city called up and said, uh, you, you, how are you with your father? She said, who are you? He told him who he is. He said, well, you, you're taking me to a Dintaira? The guy didn't know what to say. He went there to Israel. All day he walked into Rishlom Zalman. That's all. He asked Rishlom Zalman, the guy says to me, who's being Tovea? Who are you? Rishlom Zalman said, I'm the rabbi. The city has a chiv to be Tovea. The city has a responsibility. That manifests itself for the best. You're right. So here a guy, they, uh, two two brothers, they put their father in a nursing home his trafe, so the city has to stop it. Very hard to know where to do it, when to hold and when to fold it. If a tree has... Okay, now Rabbi Isai, we're in the middle of Shemitah here, and Akash Baruch gave us the ability to learn Daf Ashur, and we're learning Besachas Baikotan, which has halachas about Shemitah as well as halachas about Chalboy. You may move water from one tree to another tree. 
as long as you don't water the entire field. This is still talking about chalamayit right now. Those type of vegetation that was not watered before the mayit, and you can't water them during chalamayit either. Betunenes is an unusual word here. It means that it was a, like a, a, a moist field. There were, there were wells underneath the field. If they didn't, if you didn't water before chalamayit, you can't water them on chalamayit. I was rubbish. Shosel they might, but you're that you did water before mayit. But lashkaisa mayit, you're allowed to water them on mayit also. Mayit is other between nenes mutter. A mashkin sada gurid, but a dry field you don't water it on mayit. Rucham matirim bezevus. Amravina, shma mina, hi tarbitza. This is an unusual word, tarbitza. What does the word tarbitza mean? Tabitza means uh, the way the, the, the article I saw translates it is a, a, a garden patch. I'm asking you because then the next words in the Gemara is Haitabitzah A lot of sprinkled water on it. So you have to know the words. I didn't have time to go to the words. Tarbutse and Tarbitza are obviously the same word. But I'm not sure exactly what it means. <laughs> a dry field. <coughs> Why is that going to be okay? A dry field doesn't rely on rainfall alone. The afla mishavili chorfa. What's that? Right now, this doesn't make any difference. We're going to see soon where it might make a difference. Okay, now this means that in this garden patch, when you sprinkle the water on it, it makes a late crop into an early crop, which is going to become permissible. We'll see. We'll see what this means right now. Marbitzin, stay loving Here's the word again. Marbitzin. Reason really means to sprinkle water. Sprinkle water. Marbitzin, stay loving Meshviyas. What's to stay loving? Mr. Uh, Mark Steinberg, what's to stay loving? A white field. What's a white field mean? A white field is a, is a field with grain because the grain turns white when it's when it's finished and when it ripens. Here comes Shemitah. We can sprinkle a grain field on Chalamoid and also during Shemitah. The Brysa, which says you're not allowed to sprinkle on Chalamoid, that's for Blasvenyak. This is Rabbanon. They say it's okay. Now, I just want to mention that, again, I wish I knew it. I don't know it. The Chazanish, the Chazanish, the Chazanish. But um, uh, sprinkling water during Shemitah uh, is only an Iser, Drabonan. And Midrabonan, they also did not prohibit it of an irrigated field because it's necessary because otherwise there's going to be uh, 
dover of it. It's going to be a loss. A loss. But this is not going to be permitted in a chalamoy. Now, everybody say again, just as we said at the beginning of this year, we're not living in times in which we have kvarim. We're not living in times about fields. But these were very serious halachas that impacted them on a daily basis about how they could, what they could do to their fields. Ta'idach, my pizza is state love in Ereshias. You're allowed to sprinkle, this is state love, and I just said a field of grain with water, Ereshias. Kedishiyetsi Yerakas by Shias. So the vegetables should sprout during Shemitah. During Shemitah. People would sprinkle their fields after they harvested the grain, so that in case there were any vegetable seeds, the vegetable seeds would grow. The vegetable seeds would grow. Unbelievable. Okay, says the Gemara Vaita. Tanya Yidach, my beats say love and her shrias, get the issue, you're okay, she's like, oi. Well, you know, my beats say love and her shrias, you can sprinkle a grain field also. The vegetables can come out after. So I brought down that the Chazanish holds that's only after. But you cannot sprinkle it during the Shemitah year so that it should grow during the Shemitah year. And here's an example of a group of halachas that we don't really have too much shaykhahs to. We don't have shaykhahs to them. This group of halachas. But nevertheless, you know, as I said before, we have to learn them. Okay, I'm going to stop now because I have to go daven. I'm upstairs in, in a room right now give, preparing shear. I thank you all, and I'm asking you all again to please, if you can, be Ms. Paolo for David Alisha ben Michal Adasa, uh, who's still in the hospital, and he uh, he still needs a... Uh, he still needs a refor shleima. Okay, he's better. He's better, Baruch Hashem, but he still needs a refor shleima. Okay, thank you all very much. Everybody say, Atzlacha Rabba Koltov.